Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, and here we discuss topics on personal development and entrepreneurship. These podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com slash download. If you enjoy these discussions, consider my home study programs at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. Acknowledging that who you love always loves you is key when it comes to applying the law. As Neville Goddard once said, anytime that you exercise your imagination and do it lovingly on behalf of another, you are mediating God to man. So we sit quietly, and we simply become imitators of our Father. This was from his Changing of the Feeling of I lecture, to emphasize that when it comes to actualizing harmonious relationships, there is no one to change but self. And this changing of self can be looked at as accepting of self. You see, in earlier stages of my life, I often appeared to seek for external love, which resulted in undesirable relationship experiences. For example, if a person didn't call me, I imagined that they didn't love me. Or if they did not do this or that condition, I imagined I was not loved. I then realized that I was the only one imagining what I was relating to the experience. And each one of these imaginal acts were leaving the impression on the subconscious mind. And sure enough, these patterns would continue to play out as my friendships, family, romantic relationships, career, and all of that change when I started to consciously imagine lovingly of myself and others, thus mediating God. Ephesians 5.1 Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. And so we start by accepting self never being ashamed of the being that we are, as that would imply separation. And I can't think of a greater way to accept self than to consistently imagine loving. See, love is our true way of being. So to imagine lovingly is to accept self and others appear to reveal our degree of self-acceptance. This is true as this world that appears is made visible through imagination, by the one cause within, I am. Thus God appears and appears to animate all that appears from imagination. This cause is revealed in Exodus 3.14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And the appearances of God stated in Joshua 1.3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses. What is implied here is a number of things. Number one, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Number two, the one cause from which appearances of individuals arise from 
is within. And number three, what you imagine reveals how they appear as every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon represents the outer expressions of life. Thus all originate from the one universal cause of it all within. Everything emanates from God. Joshua 45.5 I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. And as it is within, so does it appear without. Now it can be tempting to point to visible causes, which are actually effects. They are appearances imagined of the one cause within. And so you, as in the individual self, have been given the two gifts as stated in the Hermetica, mind and speech. Mind is truly blank, and speech is the image of mind. And thus you imagine what you would like your relationships to appear as. The unseen power within takes what you imagine and externalizes it for you. So we change the feeling of the individual I by imagining how we relate to ourselves, others, how we relate to each other, and they appear that way. As Neville mentioned, anytime that you exercise your imagination and do it lovingly on behalf of another, you are mediating God to them. So we sit quietly and we simply become imitators of our Father. Now, in the Changing of the Feeling of I lecture, Neville states, we claimed that this world was a manifestation of consciousness, which is the all, and the individual's environment, circumstances, and conditions of life were only the outpicturing of the particular state of consciousness in which that individual abides. So that is the individual I that arises from the all. And this I is pure, and by that I mean beyond beliefs, and thus truly has no shape, form, or figure. He continues in saying, Therefore, the individual sees whatever they are by virtue of the state of consciousness from which they view the world. Any attempt to change the outer world before they change the inner structure of their mind is to labor in vain. So what is this I being referred to? Well, as you have a body, thus you know that the I transcends the body. And as you have a mind, thus the I transcends the mind. And as you know that you can imagine, thus the I transcends what you have chosen to be imagined. And that is the I being referred to the sense of individual self which is pure and perfect in every way as it is created in the perfect image of the all, to have an individual experience of the various states of creation which are complete and finished within you as the kingdom of heaven is within you. He says, and so we start with the I. Most of us are totally unaware of the self that we really cherish. We have never taken one good look at the self, so we don't know this self, for the I has neither face, form, nor figure, but it does mold itself into structure by all that it consents to, all that it believes. Now this I is one with all eyes, we can say, as truly there is only one cause and there is no separation or gap in consciousness, 
the one cause cannot be divided. Now, when it comes to the individual I, he says, We have no idea of the unnumbered superstitions and prejudices that go to mold this inner formless I into a form which is then projected as our environment, as the conditions of life. So the I is not to be shamed or condemned. And by that I mean, one does not appear to consciously walk around craving external fulfillment and not living how they desire to live. They perhaps unknowingly allowed themselves to appear to walk around not being how they desire to be, as a result of not accepting self, by not acknowledging that desire means having. As in, having desires means they already have what they desire. Perhaps they were shaming self, resulting in experiences of separation between desire and fulfillment, thus craving for external fulfillment rather than acknowledging that the kingdom of heaven is within, and thus all fulfillment is available within now. Thus now is where all the power is to accept that you already have the love you seek by imagining lovingly of yourself and or imagining lovingly of others, to release identification, to separation-based beliefs, thus accepting that who you love always loves you. He says, and now, how do we go about changing the I? First of all, we must discover the I, and we do this by an uncritical observation of self. So, uncritical observation of self, I transcend the body, I transcend the mind, I transcend the beliefs in mind. What remains as I acknowledge that I transcend all of these is the sense of self, I, which is pure and formless. So, no shaming or condemning the individual self, rather accepting self, as equal to immortality, as also stated in the Hermetica. And as also mentioned, the individual self has the two gifts of mind and speech, and thus not shaming or condemning the two gifts either. That can result in making enemies in and with mind, resulting in suffering. Rather, applying them consciously, the way they were divinely designed to be used, to manifest the experiences you desire. He goes on to say, Then you start changing the self after. By an uncritical observation, you make the discovery of that self. For the acceptance of self is the essence of the moral problem of the world. So as mentioned, we can apply the law to accept self. And as we accept self, others appear to reflect the degree we have accepted self, appearing as ideal harmonious relationships. Self-acceptance. I am that. I am already that which I desire to be. I already have the love, fulfillment, happiness, bliss, peace that one may appear to seek for. I have it now. It is here. Feel it real. Otherwise, what else are we imagining, as he says here? Your description of the world is a confession of the self that you do not know. You describe another. You describe society. You describe anything, and your description of the thing you observe reveals to one who knows this law the being you really are. So no one to change but self. And I like to say accept self as others reflect our degree of self-acceptance. And in the lecture, Abdullah said, never be ashamed of the being you are. And he exemplified it, as Neville said. I've seen scientists, 
doctors, lawyers, bankers, from every walk of life, seek an audience with old Abdullah. And everyone who came thought themselves honored to be admitted to his home and to receive an interview. If he was ever invited out, and he was, he was always the honored guest. He said, Neville, you must first start with self. Find self. Don't be ashamed ever of the being you are. Discover it and start the changing of that self. And so I desire changing of myself to be representative of nothing less than love. He says, So you and I can be anything in this world as we desire to be, if we will clearly define our aim in life and constantly occupy that aim. It must be habitual. And so here we clearly define that wherever we are, we imagine lovingly and thus mediate God, as he said, become imitators of our Father. So consider this. Now is where all the power is. The past is purely imaginal. What exists is now. The future is also purely imaginal. And thus what matters is what we're conscious of being now. This leaves an impression on the subconscious mind. And God takes that impression and animates all that appears and appears as all that is animated to externalize love for you as all emanate from God. And so we take what we desire to be and accept it as a present fact by accepting that we are already that. To do this, allow any inharmonious thoughts of the past and future to be. As in, don't identify with them and allow the emotions to be without labeling them with thoughts of disharmony, which can lead to suppressing them. Rather, abide in the stillness and capture the feeling of love towards self and others. That is how we mediate God. And we do this as applicable, morning, noon, and night, till it becomes habitual, purifying the mind from former conversations that are not love-based, and love then appears manifested in and as harmonious relationships wherever you are, in increasing quantity on a continuous basis. We can call this here practical living a life of mediating God. And the repetition of doing this again and again, if attention drifts unto thoughts of lack of love, results in remaining in your ideal state of consciousness. And if attention wanders unto thoughts of lack of love, no shame or condemnation, accept self by bringing it back again and again to love. And by that I mean, thinking feelingly from the premise of having love towards self and others. And this simple act will result in a life of mediating God. So I trust you found this video to be helpful. Let's conclude this with an auto-suggestion to further encourage. You could say, everywhere I am, I feel the love within me, imagined in relation to myself and others, mediating God as others appear that way, manifesting heaven on earth everywhere I am. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives. As mentioned, these podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com download. To deeply integrate this information in relation to your goals and your visions, I suggest taking a look at my five programs. You can check them out at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. Until next time, thank you for being a subscriber, and it is an honor and blessing to be part of your journey. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.